All right. Well, welcome to the Kevy cast, Maria. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's so good to see you. How are you? I am very, very, very happy here. And you? I'm good. I'm really good. Yeah. I'm excited to be doing this. I haven't done an episode in, in a minute. And it was so exciting to talk to you on the phone the other day, just for like the two minutes that we chatted. <laughs> and that like, that was my inspiration to be like, I need to record another podcast episode because Maria's going to be the perfect guest. Aww, you're the best, literally. <laughs> so where are you at? You're back in Tulum after a little Toto Santos stint. Yes, I am back in Tulum. Uh, people cannot believe it because, of course, you know, there is like some issues between Todos Santos and Tulum. Todos really? Santos Yes, the there's a rivalry. There's like a, a Toto yeah. Tulum rivalry happening. <laughs> it is like some people use uh, t shirts in Todos Santos, like this is not Tulum. <laughs> oh my gosh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, so, so now that and now that you've been on both sides of the equation. I mean, you were in Tulum for a while and then you moved to Toto Santos um, and now you're back in Tulum. Yes, exactly. So are you a Tulum girl at heart? Is that it? That's it. That's it. So <laughs> yeah, Toto Santos was amazing to heal, of course. Yes. Uh -huh. But Tulum is more to socialize and to meet nice people um, in your area, right? Right now I'm in the area of wellness in the whole holistic area and I get to to meet the people yeah that are in the same page yeah no for sure Tulum's probably one of the most like social places I've ever been in the world <laughs> exactly and and there's very interesting crowd here yeah I will say I though you. <laughs> I, yeah I will say though I went and when I went and visited you in Toto Santos when I got to spend a few days there I yeah. loved it. Yes. Yes. It's also beautiful. It's also I loved beautiful. it. It was such like mountain kind of energy that was like on the coast, but it wasn't like beach energy. It was way more kind of like mountain energy. And desertic. Yeah. So the, the thing in Tulum is that we don't have a lot of mountains and we have down us all the cenotes connecting each other. So there is a lot of water energy a lot of fluid energy. So that's why you ask something to Tulum and Tulum gives it to you. Mm -hmm. In Tol Santos, it's more like super calm, super silence to be with yourself, super inner work mm -hmm. and connect, have the, the, the presence of the mountains and of the water is mm -hmm. a different connection, right? And being in the desert for me represented a huge challenge. Yeah. I yeah, it was interesting that in Toto Santos, the part that I think would be difficult for me living there is that you have to get in the car to do anything. Exactly. Like, and that's kind of where it's like, not to mention all the crazy dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they were the most intense dogs. I love dogs like so much. I'm absolutely the biggest dog lover. And in Toto Santos, I was scared <laughs> of those dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they were crazy remember you got out of your car that one time and just like went complete like dog mama on all of these like crazy street dogs i was like oh my god maria you are 
insane. You are insane. You're fearless. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you to Sultan, the new member of the family. He doesn't want to come. <laughs> well, but this beautiful guy has felt it. At first, he was like aware of dogs and he was scared. And now he's in beach and he feels this a good energy and vibe and the dogs wave at you wave yeah and he's like super friendly with everyone Sparta is like who is the like what is this world <laughs> oh my gosh Sparta is such a beautiful husky right so they're both huskies yeah they're both huskies yes oh well I'm so happy that you and your whole little family your doggies and you have yeah. <laughs> successfully relocated back to where you all feel healthy and happy and connecting. Yeah, I feel super connected. And this time is different because this time I'm doing wellness things. And the last time I was doing parties, throwing parties. <laughs> Aren't parties wellness? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's different. different a different how... type of wellness, a different intention behind it. Yeah. The different kind of fun. You know? Yeah. So what yeah, so what do you get what are you into? What's what's happening in your world right now? Um well I I have you ever talked to your people what what are you doing? Because I would love to know what are you doing before I start talking and telling you. Yeah, everything. no, I'm I'm doing great. I'm doing amazing. I've been working a lot on kind of more like longer term sustainable growth projects. Um wow whether that be in the musical realm, like whether it's creating and really I'm still establishing the foundation of the whole record label that I started a few years back, Sunday Cafe. Um, oh. So that's been really good, just like kind of connecting with artists from around the world and really getting kind of a vibe sorted of the intention and just the connecting piece of it all. Yeah. Um, and then also, yeah, this podcast realm has been an interesting kind of journey to start. Um and I feel like in winter, I go into kind of like monk studio mode. Ooh. I just like pretty much go into monk mode. Like I don't have a social life. I don't really live with many distractions. And I kind of just hibernate in the studio um, for the winter. Yeah, which has been great. Um, and now I'm excited with spring coming to be like, I'm lining up some gigs for the summer. And I feel like I'm just actually healthy in life. Mm. um for the first time in a while and I've always been like pretty healthy like I'm using air quotes you know yeah um, like a fairly healthy human but up until probably like the new year is when I was really like or even before that a few months before that I was really just getting into like I don't know just growing up and older and feeling my body more and being like wait like I need to exercise more I need to like really dedicate some like <laughs> actual discipline towards these other areas of my life um whether that be like health related or diet related or or stuff yeah. like this so i think it's been really fun for me to just over the last 6 months or year or so just really be journeying i feel like i'm like i'm like i was solidifying a foundation for the next chapter of my life to blossom 
Wow. And now I'm at this point where I'm like, cool. Like I've been like really solidifying this foundation and getting clear on like some of the visions and like why I'm doing the things I'm doing and connected to, hmm. to my truth behind it all. And yeah. now I'm really just kind of like, I feel open and surrendering to the universe and just saying like, cool, like whatever direction, God, you want to bring me in, like, I'm open, I'm ready to go. Like, let's do this. I feel a, a good balance of confidence and humility. So I think that's like something I'm always striving for. And, and it's been yeah. nice getting in tune with all of that, just in a very quiet kind of setting. And yeah, this summer should be fun getting back out in the world and playing all the happy music that I love playing. <laughs> Me too. I am very happy about you. And I, I, wa I want to make it a little um, exercise with you. Do you know numerology, Kevin? Ooh, I mean, not really is what I'll say. I like kind of know some things about it, but I have no in-depth knowledge in numerology whatsoever. Okay, I want to see what was your last year and what is this year so we can see what was going on. Yeah. Oh, all right, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. So uh, back then we had the 2022, right? Yeah. So what we do is we um, make the, the calculation. So it's two plus two plus two, and the year is a six. So last year, in general, for everyone was a six. And for you, tell me your birthday again. May 11th, 1992. Ooh, you're almost in your birthday. Almost, yep. <laughs> so I it's see... 11th? Yep, the 11th of May. Uh-huh. The 11th of 5 of? 1992. And right now... So last year, my dear Kevy. Okay. I'm like getting nervous. I'm like, whoa. Más <laughs> cinco, más dos mil veintidós. So what you do is 11 plus five plus 2022, and then you get 2038. So you, you, make the summatory of two, three, and eight, which is dos más tres más ocho, it is 13. Your year were, was a four. So what does this mean? In the 2022, your year was a four. A number four year in, in a personal year, it's meant to be for structuring, structuring getting some money to structure, getting your list done to structure your next year, planting those seeds of structure for your next years. Really? So that, yeah, that was your last year. So so I was aligned with the with the numeral the numeral plan. Yeah. <laughs> wow, and You're I was wrong. I will say I was completely lost with you getting to these numbers. I don't know how you figure this out, but I'm very happy to hear that at least I'm like in tune with what was going on. Yeah. <laughs> so do you want to see what's this year for you? Well, yeah, but I'm scared. What if it tells me like, oh, yeah, we're still going to be in a planting year. I'm going to be like, no, no, <laughs> don't be scared. Oh, like I'm it's ready so to blossom. To so the numerology is your own map. 
your, okay. your, your soul, bring your map with you and you can read it and it always helps you. Amazing. Yeah, let's yeah, do it. Yeah, because it's your soul talk, talking, you know? Yeah, this is amazing. I'm so grateful for you doing this right now. Uh, of course. So this year is a 2023. You sum, sum, uh, sum all of these numbers and it is a seven. It is a year seven for everyone to interiorize, to become more spiritual, to be wise, to know their wise, their, their, their power of wisdom inside, from inside to the outside, and much more. And for you, my dear Kevin, this year is... Dos más tres más nueve. Dos más tres más nueve. It is a year five. So, let me tell you. Oh. This... <laughs> This year is super cool because you are aligned with what is next in this um structure. I know I lost my my earring. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Let me take them off. <laughs> We're getting down to business. Take out yeah. the earrings. Take... <laughs> okay, so the the number five year is amazing because in this new era from the equinox of this year that happened recently, um, I think one week or two weeks ago, when the the primavera started. Um, so that is when you will travel a lot. This year? Yeah, explore a lot. Okay. You can explore in nature, you will love it. Great. You are aware of feelings all kind of touching, like exploring parts, details of life, literally, with yeah, your head, okay. with your Whoa. with your being. Um it is also for you to explore also in the in the ideal, in the ideal world. You can go to NFTs, you can go through a how do you call this? The binoculars. <laughs> You're big. That's what I picture by the yeah, virtual, virtual reality. Virtual reality. <laughs> virtual reality also, because that's the ideas and everything. And and you will find it amazing because everything that you eat, you you want to be in that part where you feel it all. You feel every part of it, and then you create from that. Wow. So it's almost like a feeling of openness to gain insight into the details of the bigger plan with yeah. like a fun exploration mindset. <laughs> you explain it so beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's so cool to hear. And it's so funny to hear that because I've recently in the past maybe year or two, maybe past year, I've been more of the not traveling mindset where I've definitely been like, I don't know, I've been traveling for so many years. And like, I'm just like, I think part of me too, I'm like, I'm just, I'm a bit tired from how, like getting on planes to go do any gig that I play pretty much. And like, it's just, and it's a lot of alone time. It's like alone traveling. Like I'm not like on vacation with my friends. Like, Mm -hmm. And I think part of me recently in the past like year, like I've really put 
not an effort on not traveling, but more of just staying in touch with what I've been feeling. And that hasn't been like, I have any type of urge to travel. So hearing you say this, I'm like, oh, okay. Maybe the travel urge is going to be coming back. <laughs> okay. Explore that or explore places, new places. In yeah. Your or new people. Because also for the five, you are in your best version of sensuality and sexuality in Whoa. this year. Yeah. No so way. you like hotter, you look like uh magnetic, you have this magnetic energy. You already have it. But wow. tell me more, Maria. Tell me is, more. <laughs> this is like an expansion of that area. Wow. And that's so Cool. To, for so many different reasons, I love hearing this because it is so kind of different than the phase I've been in, yet I feel like I'm at a point of like, um, I don't know, like I've been tuning my snowboard and now I'm like ready to snowboard again. And I love discovering new trails on a snowboard. Like I love finding new trails and finding like, I don't know, just a new style within the riding and new tricks and all this stuff. So it's like, it's really cool to hear you say all that because I'm just excited thinking about what's ahead. And and to me, it just, it's like an affirmation, a reminder to like, stay open and trust the plan, like trust the process. Yeah. Don't get in my own way yeah. um, and don't have any type of attachments towards what it looks like, what this exploration looks like, whatever's about to go down. <laughs> exactly. And then you go and then you touch the trees and then you will say like, wow, this is different. This is interesting. What I'm learning from the trees right now. Yeah. And then I'm feeling? and I'm thinking of snowboarding. And it's like also sometimes you just eat shit. You face plant so hard and you wipe out and you just absolutely kill yourself. But then you get up and you're laughing and you're covered in snow and you're like, all right, let's keep going. Let me like my dogs when they went to to know the snow, they were eating it. Like, looking, I say, wow, this is exploration in all ways. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, that's so exciting and cool to hear. So the whole world is in a number seven. You were saying this year is a number seven year for the world. But yeah. for my particular path, I'm more in a, in a number five right now. Yeah. And does that work kind of side by side, number seven? Like, am I, so am I feeling kind of the, the number of the world and then also going to be kind of more connected to my own journey within that? Okay, so I would need to look more into your name numbers. But as for now that I know that you're a number 11 of soul because you were born in the, in the day 11, uh -huh. that is super extraordinary. Like, not a lot of people have this. So the numbers go from not one to nine. And the extraordinary numbers, which is not better or worse, it's only that your soul has traveled much more in other lives and it, it comes with another plan, like a bigger plan in, in the way of a spirituality. Uh, it is not that the other numbers do not have that plan, but it is different. Mm -hmm. So you can do masses. You can uh, share your music with good intentions with love uh which which you do already and and with uh i don't know positive affirmations i don't know whatever you you are feeling of and then you can touch a lot of souls because you already are a uh, like shining 
because you have an 11 soul and and that tells me that this year for you uh, if people is like in their selves all the time like t getting in touch with this um inner part of them not all the time in the outer world in the material world with each, each it's okay but this year is for more the inner world i can say that you already have that so maybe this is the openness for you to say go out there because yeah. people in there so you go out there and you explore by yourself and enjoy. yeah oh and it, yeah that thank you so much for breaking it all down and just giving me a little bit of insight because it does really align with part of my journey right now and part of the ways i'm feeling of just like i don't know seeing life in in a new light even yeah. coming from like I've always approached my music and my DJ sets from a place of love. I know. But I think I was a little bit like, like for lack of better terminology, I was like lost in the sauce. Like I was a little bit like, I was just <laughs> lost in the sauce of life, whether that be the music scene that I was trying to get in, like break into, or whether it be like the people I was trying to play to or like what, like the, the career goals and all of that stuff, or even silly things like Instagram and like likes yeah. and stuff like that in that world. I think letting go of all of that has served me so wonderfully because now I feel like I'm at a point in my journey where I'm actually coming from a place of authenticity and truth. Um, that's not so, that's not so influenced by what I thought I needed to do to get somewhere or, or even like by egoic reasons, even if they were beyond my even awareness, like it's still the ego driving like any type of thing that's not authentically us. Um, <laughs> and I think authentically being me has been, it's been a journey throughout this life. Cause I don't feel like I fit into the, the world in a lot of ways, <laughs> as I'm sure everyone feels to some extent. Um, I really, yeah. Like I really felt like this, like round, what's the saying, like trying to put a round, a square peg into a round hole. It's like, <laughs> I just didn't fit this mold of society in a lot of ways. And I feel like I was trying to do things that I thought would like lead to success in what I painted that picture to look like in my mind um, uh -huh. or whatever society painted that picture to look like in my mind. Yeah. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, wait, success is literally like, it's just feeling connected. It's feeling at peace with the journey. Like that is yeah. what success looks like. And it's like, we can all have success on any single day of this journey. If we're grateful to be where we're at, if we're filling ourselves with positive influence, like by good conversation, good people connecting, and then just expressing ourselves in whatever way that looks like. And like, if it's music for me, if it's numbers for you, it could be sales and marketing for someone else. It could be like anything, but if it's coming from an authentic place of expression, then it's just like, and not from a place of like, how is this gonna land? I think I'm doing what will get me to the exactly. further place. And it's more yeah. of just putting it out there because it feels right. And who cares if anyone responds? Yeah. Or a good question that uh, people can ask, and I ask myself every day is like, how can I contribute the planet? Or how can I contribute this moment? Or how can I contribute? Because that's the question. And then you don't need to answer. Just for asking the question, then you get, you, you receive things and, and knowledge. And the knowledge come from you also. And 
And then if you, if your why, if your real why is how can I contribute to this moment, to this work, job, to this person, to in every single part of your life, or how can I contribute myself? Right? Yeah. Can, and then that's, that's the real why you want to know. And that's the real why that will take you to the expansion. Uh, and, and at the same time to the grounding to manifest because, and, and the connection with divinity, because then it's not, I, I want that car. I want that house. I want, why? Like, do you even want it? And then you get it. And then you don't even want to know what to do with it. You're not feeling fulfilled because you don't even know your why. And if you know your why, then everything comes to you and works perfectly to get all that you are here to get because we are here to be abundant. Mm -hmm. We deserve that. Mm -hmm. And more than anyone else, you showed me that. Because when I saw you, I was in an awful place in my life. And you know that. When I was in Dos Santos, I was not happy with my job, even though I could manage to have my my dog's food, my my car, my house, whatever you call it, right? And I was getting in that place where I was earning more money and they were offering me more money because I was, I was doing a wonderful job, but I wasn't happy because I wasn't aligned with what I wanted. And then you showed me when you went there. You showed me the way just by being yourself, just by giving me the great example of being you and doing what it aligns to you and what you love. And then I say, if he can do it, then I can do it. And then I started my path and now I'm here and we're talking. Wow. I mean, I'm smiling <laughs> so big listening to all of that. Thank you for saying, saying that. Um, I think too, we're also just like mirrors for each other at, at all times. And whatever I showed you on that trip um, and whatever that looked like that I think that stemmed from a place of you providing space for that to be shown. Yeah. And totally. that's where I think, like I was even talking to a buddy last night about like advice and the whole world of advice and how it's like, it can be tough to give advice. And I think at the end of the day, like, who is anyone to give advice? It's like, all we can do is share our experience. That's in it. a compassionate, friendly, truthful way that provides <clears throat> space for someone to connect with it. If because they want. It's like, if they want, exactly. It's just a space. It, it's not like a thing they even have to respond to. And I think I, that's yeah. the best, like that leads towards like the most growth for all parties, like benevolent growth. It's like, it's just providing this space for everyone to authentically be them with no pressure to be anything else no advice giving, no, like, I'm going to help you through this. It's like, no, like I'm here. If you ask me for help, I can share perspective on like what I would maybe do in that situation. But like, <laughs> like no one will ever understand where we're individually coming from. Cause no one's lived the whole experience of life behind these two eyes. Like I have, or you have, or someone else. And Completely. I think that like the biggest why of all at the end of the day, once we get in touch with our, our maybe more individual whys of why we're say making music or why we're switching careers or why we're working the job we've been in for 20 years. Like, I think at the end of the day, if we can get in touch with that, why then once we're in touch with that, why along the path, when things come up, 
we can start trigger this reflex of, of saying, why is this happening for me? Exactly. And instead of why is this happening to me? And it's just like this flip of the script again in this question of why. And it's like, we're not asking to find an answer. We're not asking why, like, why me? Why me? It's more of like, why me? Like, why am I the one who's so blessed to be going through this crazy shitstorm of a situation? But I'm the one who's the movie character going through it and I'm going to come out on the other side and it's going to be fucking beautiful. Like, and another thing that I have learned with the access consciousness, because I do the access consciousness bars, and I also do that uh, here. And what what I have learned is to take responsibility. Like our soul makes the election or selects, how you say that, makes the election, right? Choose, makes the choose, the decision mm -hmm. on everything. And sometimes it's like, uh, this girl was was telling us a story no she was coming back from a from a trip and then she lost her flight and then she said like the question was why does my soul decided why why did my soul i'm sorry about my english guys i'm super mexican <laughs> why did la, my la próxima episode in espanol Please, gracias. See <laughs> <laughs> way, no mames. Sí, that would no. be really bad for me. Your English is freaking amazing, by the way. Thank you. Um, so she asked herself, her, her soul, like, why did we choose not to go into that plane? So then you come from a place of responsibility that I get to choose everything. I get to create everything for me. I get to generate everything for me. What am I generating for myself? And and why I decided this, probably because something better will come from it. Yeah. And I love that you touched upon just that it's the soul's choice. It's not our choice. Because I think there's so much, um, there's not so that. much talk about how like freedom or an, an often believed thing is that freedom lies within choice. Like we have the freedom of choice and that's where like freedom lies. But another way of looking at it, another perspective is Freedom actually lies within non-choice. Freedom lies within getting so in touch with our intuition that we have no other option than to do what intuition is telling us to do. And Neither. that's why it's like <laughs> when we can get into these modes of like really aligning our life so that it works in a flow state where it's like, I don't have to choose every morning what I'm going to have for breakfast because I intuitively know that my protein shake with my veggies and stuff like that's going to be my meal in the morning. It's an intuitive decision that I don't have to make every morning. I don't have to get fatigued on little decisions. Like what, even what am I going to wear? It's like, technically I'm standing there and yes, I am the one reaching my hand out to grab an outfit, but I'm not thinking about it in a decision sense. I'm letting intuition guide that entire process. And if I'm feeling light and bright, I'm going to naturally reach for a white shirt. I'm going to match it with a nice hat or something. Like it's going to be my soul that's deciding how to show up in the world that day. It's not me trying to decide for my human brain element being like, what should I wear today? Like, it's just happening. And that's where it's like when we get in conversations like this one, it's like we don't have to choose what to say. Like there's a no. ton of words. We have a choice in words. 
But how exhausting would it be if we sat here and tried to choose which words we were going to use instead of letting intuition just flow from our mouth? Yeah, that's like such an insane concept where it's like, let's get so in touch with intuition that we no longer be having to choose. Is this relationship right? Should I have another drink? Should I be quitting my job? Should I be stepping in this direction or that? Should I have this difficult conversation with my parents that I've been meaning to have for a while? It's like, all of a sudden, we can intuitively start playing with life and testing things and being like, oh, this works for me. This clearly doesn't work for me. I'm not upset in the choice to try, say, working out that way, but that workout didn't align with me. So we're going to intuitively keep moving into something that feels better. Have you ever played tennis? Love tennis. Okay. So what happens in tennis? You are... Your, your face, your, your mind is focused on the ball, right? It's focused on the ball. It's not focused on anything else. You just need to hit the ball in, in whatever your, your intuition tells you to hit it. Because for every hit, for every run, you're not thinking, how am I going to breathe? How am I going to run? How am <laughs> I going to? But no, the, your intuition, and you say, wow, that was a great uh, ball right there because I, I win that point or whatever. And then you, you, you know what it, how to use the racket, you know how you want to kick the ball, but you don't think about it. You just be are present. You are just present in the moment and hit it mm -hmm. and run after it and, and enjoy people that are very, very um, obsessed <laughs> with winning. That's different. But if you are just playing and yeah. enjoy the game, then what happens? You you enjoy it and you play it and you can win from there. Right. And isn't it so fascinating that the simplest things in the entire world, like hitting a ball with a racket, can be so amazing, not just to do, but to watch, to witness when it's done at a level of passion. That is yeah. so extreme, like whether that's soccer or, and that's what I love about sports. A lot of sports are very simple, yeah. simple kind of physical activities for the most part. But when they're done at such a high level of expertise of love and passion, it makes the simplest thing. It turns the simplest thing into a miracle. Yeah. And yeah. it comes, it stems from love. It stems from passion. And I think that's like such a cool, I was recently watching videos on Kobe Bryant and like uh -huh. Kobe, I love Kobe. And like he, like on and off the court, his just like his work ethic is just <laughs> insane. And Kobe talks about this whole mentality of like this Mamba mentality of like really approaching everything with like a training mindset to be the best at it that you can be. And for him, it was basketball. And like all of that stemmed for him from a deep place of love and passion for the game. Like that's the only thing that could fuel him going to the gym for like 10 hours a day, working harder than anyone else in the NBA. And it was like, that was just his thing was basketball. And so I look at that and I'm like, while I'm not a professional athlete in one lane of life, how can I apply that mentality to my entire life? So that no matter what I'm doing, I'm approaching it with this sense of, I am so passionate and in love that I'm going to dominate this thing, whatever it may be. Even if, if it's a podcast, I'm fully present 
in this podcast doing this. If I'm eating, I'm fully present and I am passionately eating and enjoying food. If it's being with family, it's like, it's applying that to everything we step into in life. Uh, And that's something that's just definitely been inspiring to me in the recent days was listening to Kobe talk about all of this. (laughs) No, me too. And I just feel it. I am feeling it all the time because after you run your bars, well, I, someone else runs them for you. You start like feeling even the bites of the food, like, oh, okay. (laughs) And then you're like open, open uh, to receive all these vibrations from the world. Uh, it's very interesting. And also the other part that I, I want to tell you is that now I am throwing a workshop, an acting, um, conscious acting workshop. Uh, and this is about, because you know, I'm an actress and I love it. And I can't that- wait to attend. I, I've always had a dream of acting. I've never done it in my whole life. And I feel <laughs> like that's the most safe, comfortable space. If it's hosted by you, I'm like, wait, this is a world I could step into and try something new and feel very like embraced in that. <laughs> yes, exactly. And and it is very interesting because when I when while I was acting back in the day, that <laughs> are you acting right now? Are you what I wanted to ask you about that? Are you acting at all? Are you what like what no, how's right, no was on contributing um with my uh, energetical tools. So what what I will do in this uh, workshop is very interesting, Kevi, because I when when I was acting back in the days, <laughs> I I felt that something was not good for me there. So I think that if some actors are listening to this, they will they will say like yeah, because when you are acting in a character that has so many emotions, and then you need to repeat that for a long period of time then what happens, what Joe Dispenza says, you stay in this loop of low vibration and you believe it's true, right? And because you, well, as an actor, uh, we we lend our mind, our soul, our uh, we lend everything, our body to the other character and we live the life of the character as in real life. Like we create this space this other dimension and we live in it. That's how we act. So imagine to have these uh, low vibrations of these characters, emotions that they are breaking down completely. And then mm-hmm. you you need to live that for a long period of time because you're doing a series, because you're doing a very hard movie, because you're doing a, a theater uh, play, you know? And what happens to the actor? Of course, the actor becomes like like a plant that is dying. And that we have find it. We need to find out what how to work from there as actors because the job is hard. That's why we get paid very well because the job is hard. Mm-hmm. We need to be there. We need to lend this to the character. We need to live there, and we need to feel it. Mm-hmm. And it's like it, yeah, it's like goes beyond a job. It's like actually, it's a whole life that you're stepping into. Exactly. Like a whole role, a whole position. Exactly. Emotionally, spiritually, physically, like where a lot of jobs are maybe touch upon that all in their own ways. But acting, it's like, yeah, you're going full on into another realm. 
Yeah. So what happens? I say, well, why, why not using acting uh, in a conscious way? Because by acting, you are in the present moment all the time. If not, you're not living the present moment of the character. Then by acting, your imagination is amazing. Your memorization is amazing. And your visualization is amazing as, as if you were already living in it. So how to use this for consciousness beings, for conscious beings? We want to create, we want to materialize how to contribute to this planet by visualization, by imagination, by feeling it for real, by being there for real and feeling the gratefulness of the moment. How to use that as a normal person? Learning acting. <laughs> <laughs> So if I'm, if I'm, if I heard that maybe, and I'm sorry if uh, this is off, but it's almost like using this medium of like being able to step into a complete different frequency at any point in time, almost. So it's like when we are in our low vibrational, say Kebby mode, I can easily step into a high vibrational Kebby mode if I yeah. can almost like act my way into it at first, but then it becomes real, like you were saying, which is actually a problem in certain cases. But if we're using it for better, wait, and this is so cool because I actually just thought about one time I did a laughing meditation. Have you, wait, did I do that with you in Tulum? <laughs> in Dos Santos, I think we did it. I no, think. so we did, I did one in Tulum one time with our friend, Alan. You know, our friend, Alan in Tulum, shout out to Alan, the, the laughing yogi. Um, <laughs> And it was this class where you literally like face someone next to you and you just like belly laugh, like you fake it, like you literally just fake it. And if you fake something long enough, it turns real. It exactly. turns real. Like it's like That's literally something in your body is like, this has been happening long enough where this is no longer a fake. This is some real shit. And all yes. of a sudden, everyone in this in this yoga class, like we're in a circle, just everyone's literally looking into the person right next to them into their eyes. And we're just belly laughing as hard as we can. And at first, it's very vulnerable. Like it's you're you're pretty like it's very vulnerable. And if you're an insecure person like even me, I don't consider myself that insecure. I definitely have some insecurities in life, but I, it was weird at first. It was like you feel stupid and silly. And then all of a sudden, once you get past that wall, and then it like starts going and like all of a sudden everyone is crying, laughing, like tears streaming down people's faces. Like everyone is just rolling over. These are strangers that we've never met like two minutes prior. <laughs> and it was just a phenomenal class that taught me a lot about life and how it's like that whole fake it till you make it mindset. It's yeah. real. Like it's a very real thing. It's like if we just have the courage to step into a character that maybe seems a bit foreign to what we're totally used to on the reg because at the end of the day we all we're all characters like what we see ourselves as as normal maria or normal kebby it's like that's a character that's been defined by a ton of life experiences that were handed to you from a world that's been through years and years and years of its own experiences and traumas it's like i don't know it's so fascinating to think about it all and what happens when you give the first step? Because if you give it as a as an actor, if you get as a as a character, then you give it easily. But if you give it as a real life 
first step, then you're like, oh my God, should I give it or not? And not, you think too much. Yeah. You don't want that. You want to give the first step because then that's the whole door open for you, right? Mm -hmm. What happens if you're just playing? Mm -hmm. This life, this is a game. Just play and enjoy it. Right. And it's for good. Yeah. And it's like, as long as we're playing, that's what matters. Like exactly. there is no winner and loser. Like as long as we're playing the game, like let's just get into the game. And I think what that looks like is literally just saying my heart is open. I'm ready to go wherever that is. I'm ready to be whatever that looks like, whoever that is. I'm thankful for everything that served me up to this point, but I'm ready to let go of it if it doesn't serve me anymore. And I trust and exact trust. And I think when trust becomes so powerful, that's when it beco becomes faith. And it's yeah. like faith is just, it's complete trust where there is nothing other than that trust. It's like, no longer is it a concept because you can trust or not trust. But like, once you have faith, it's like faith to me, it's like an out of the religious context of it all. It's a spiritual yeah. belief system that's based in trust in trusting the greater picture, the plan. And also, it comes into my mind right now how people always are used to, and we are always used to think the, the bad things. How can this go wrong? That's a question we are always asking. And then, because we want to prepare for the worst, why? <laughs> why don't prepare for the best? Why don't ask how can this go well? How? what are the infinite possibilities in my field because I deserve it? <laughs> mm -hmm. How can this go well in infinite possibilities? Like, and then you start thinking and imagining good things. Like mm -hmm. a, a food player, um, a food, football, football player from Mexico that it's called Chicharito. He says, piensa en cosas chingonas. Think good things good stuff for you for everyone else why not mm -hmm. why not why think the other way it's the same amount of energy you put in both mm -hmm. just to think yeah and i think it comes down to habit at the end of the day like i think we live in a world where habitually we do think about the the bad things often and i think that stems from one a very natural thing which is our egos, I think way, way, way back in the day when we were first humans, like they were there to literally warn us of danger, whether it was an animal, a predator nearby, or whether it was really, really bad weather, like with no shelter and stuff, like it was there as a safety net. But now we live in a world where because of grocery stores, because of phones, because of like, yes, we still have to make ends meet in this world, but mm -hmm. now all we have is time. We just have a bunch of time because we're no longer hunting for all our food. We don't have to go keep building new shelter pieces that broke in the last windstorm. And it's like, I'm talking obviously a very modern day society. Obviously that doesn't look that way for everyone, but in a world standard, like we have a lot of time where our egos by design, they are going to wander and figure out things to bitch and complain and mess up like so i think at the end of the day it's like naturally we are programmed i think to be on the awareness of like bad danger stuff for safety reasons yet we live in a pretty safe world like all things considered yes there's crazy shit that goes down on the reg but like everyday life 
I think it is. It comes down to a practice of like, if we can get in the mindset of just saying, what good is happening today? Oh, the sun's shining. The birds are chirping. Like there's so much good that's happening every day, but the media doesn't tell us about the good. The, the TV shows, most of them don't speak upon good because it's not at this point in time that entertaining to the modern day brain that is fixated on like, crazy high dopamine rushes and scary with scary mediums it's like i don't know the whole world of it is very complex and i think it stems from natural causes but it's also like yeah we do have the choice at the end of the day and once we get into the habit of seeing the world through a beautiful lens it's no longer a choice we have to make and it may seem like work at first like you may catch yourself being like fuck, like I'm in a victim mindset. This is happening to me, but like, no, how is this happening for me? All of a sudden you do that for a month. You like, we're literally reprogramming how we connect with the world. And that's a dimensional shift. Like you don't have to take crazy drugs. You can to see different dimensions, but you can also just touch different dimensions by shifting over time, the mindset, you know? And it's very interesting because um, as I, as you were talking uh, this and uh, it comes to me that if we start doing that, if we all, because I think that the human is ready, the, the human being is ready to do that. And that is extreme because I cannot generalize anything, but as for the timing and for the year, which is a seven year and a spiritual year, I think we are able to start creating this for us and evolute. And then the next generations won't worry about this. They will they will worry about other things. <laughs> For sure. And also, it's very interesting that you touch the drug things because what I have experienced through acting is that we can get into that state of mind, of feeling, of emotion, and of segregating things without the drugs. So we can segregate that, all the things that we want without the drugs. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. why we things we can receive information through meditational states we can receive it even we only need to say that we are ready we allow to receive and yeah and our bodies at the end of the day like this body right here is the craziest chemical factory in all the lands like you know it produces all the drugs it produces all the things it's just a matter of if we're feeling them if we're in touch with it um But I think it takes work, you know, it's not an easy, easy thing that's like read a self-help book and like start thinking positive thoughts. It's like, no, it's literally we're talking dimensional shifts here where it's seeing the world in a different lens. It's a process. Yes, it's for sure a process. So <laughs> I, what is exactly so I, I know we we kind of got off track as we always do with everything we talk about, but the acting. So you said you're not acting, but you're starting to get more in the fields of healing directly with the acting industry. Yeah. And so yeah. are you, is this still like an idea in the process or are you, you're hosting workshops already with actresses that are going through similar? Um, um, now what I am doing or what have I have been doing the past three months is that I am giving um, access consciousness bars to people. I facilitate that to uh, humans that want to be facilitated. And I do numerology. I have done like 100 numerologies by now. (laughs) Amazing. 
No, and the, mo and the most beautiful part, Kevi, is not that I am actually living very well. I am very abundant in all ways, in all ways, because I feel it. I feel fulfilled. It's also that the people call me and they say, thank you, because you changed me and you, you make me remember what I really wanted in this life. And and you gave me that passion again and you gave me that light again. Thank you. And I could cry because I, I received these messages and I say, whoa, I just I'm just here to facilitate this for you. I didn't do anything. I just told you what your soul bring you. I just gave you uh, the the um, the uh, the phrases to your soul by access consciousness you touch the head and you say some phrases and they get into your soul and your soul do all the work i don't do anything i and just I, tell the soul some things and the soul do it to your body yeah and i think that's why you're such a powerful individual and such a great healer is because you don't have an ego attached to it and i think that's why the universe is showing up through you in the way that it is because it's not you claiming you're a he like you're the end all be all it's you <laughs> saying i'm so blessed to be in a position where i can let universe flow through me and touch other people and i'm actually getting feedback from these people saying that you're aligned on your journey because this really landed you know and and also and i give chills and also because the soul of every human being is so wise and if they they are open to do these things it's because they are ready to listen to the soul yeah and we are like you know this i know i know but we are all one and all is in us so i would never ever feel that i am better or worse i'm just like here to help and to contribute and to contribute myself also in the process yeah and i think that's where it's like i love that you touched upon wisdom and wiseness because i think oftentimes like we think that it just by doing something or experiencing something that it's wisdom and like wisdom does come from experience directly. Like it's an experiential learning. That's where the wisdom, like you could read a book all day, but like until you actually experience like the things that it's talking about, that's when it can turn into wisdom. But I think the, the proponent that we miss a lot is it's the application of whatever it is that's actually leading to the experiential wisdom. It's like anyone can go sit in the jungle and do an ayahuasca ceremony. Anyone can go blast off on DMT and touch, literally touch other dimensions and touch other realms and, you know, go to these places and physically be there and experience them. But yeah. unless we are applying in our own everyday living, the things that feel authentically true to us, whether it's through those experience or maybe what those experiences pointed toward, then I think the wisdom is kind of lost. And it's like, that's why I think there's people that maybe are doing healthy activities, but aren't feeling any sense of like forward movement in life because it doesn't stop at the activity. It's like applying that mindset that got you through that workout, that really difficult workout. It's applying that mindset to the, the task you're working on in this area of life. And now all of a sudden that, that whole concept is not so dependent upon a certain task. It's actually a learned thing within you that you can apply to any task. Exactly. Literally. <laughs> and also that brings me that I am doing uh, ceremonies also, Kevin. 
I am doing the ceremony of the mezcal, which I created it. I'm going to talk about that if you like. And I, I am doing the ceremony of the moon. Whoa, moon ceremony? Wait, and like Temazcal ceremonies? Like the hot, no. like the hot. Mezcal. mezcal. Mezcal ceremonies. Ooh. So with the mezcal ceremony, it's very interesting because it hit me like we are using all these uh, things like ayahuasca, peyote, the frog thing. Um, the, the, yeah, the, the everything that we use to get in touch with something else, right? But what I have learned, I was in Oaxaca for a while learning about this. So what, what the ancient uh, Zapotecs in Mexico, in Oaxaca especially, did was they, they used the plant of the mezcal, which is the agave, and, and they cut it and they used their sabula and, the, and then they spray the distillation of it, which is the mezcal, and, and they use it for spiritual uh, ways, uh, to cleaning, to purifying, to connecting to Mother Earth. So that showed me that in a matter, like, well, you, you will tell me what you feel and what you think, but I think that that showed me that you can connect through, to Mother Earth by drinking this, you can connect, you can ground yourself because then you get the wisdom of the plant inside you and you connect your soul with that thing and then that with your soul. And then you learn from that. But that will be like, for me, um, it could be nicer if we honor those tools. Mm -hmm. We honor them and and I honor them in my ceremonies. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and I and I learn with the people that I am giving this ceremony to how to connect to earth, how to connect to this plant, and how to get the information from it. Yeah. And drunk with it. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny because you're not changing the what. It's like no, like it's not the what that often is the thing to be looked at. It's the intention behind the what. That's everything. And it's like. Even hearing you say that, I think naturally about coffee. And one, how's how's the coffee business? I miss, wait, I need to ask you, how can we get Bobadilla Cafe here to the Connecticut studio right now? Because I've been <laughs> thinking about this and this was a key proponent of this podcast was getting you to figure out a way to ship me all the boxes of Bobadilla Cafe. <laughs> I need to ship that to you. <laughs> I still, I, I still think it deserves to be in Whole Foods and on every rack around the world. It's the best coffee. <laughs> Cheers, I see. <laughs> to anyone listening, Maria owns her, her family owns a coffee plantation. Um, Me and father, we have this, and we have a coffee plantation. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I feel very grounded and feel a lot with with these things and for also for the ceremony of the moon i know that it affects the plants like my father do things in the moon mm -hmm. See that? yeah but no and it's like these that whole like aspect of i think just the intentionality behind it it's like someone can drink a cup of coffee and you ask someone why are you drinking coffee they could literally be like well because i need it i'm like in the middle of a work, like I need it to finish this work. Or it could be like, because I'm like so freaking tired and like 
because it puts me in a good mood, like whatever it may be. But like that, that answer is going to be different for everyone. And like, I know for me, like I drink a lot of coffee and I really feel that it connects me to the earth. Like I'm drinking the earth in, in a cup. And it's like, I feel the same about tea. I'm not like coffee over tea. I drink tea as well. I think anything, vegetables, any, literally anything that comes from the earth, if we are ingesting it, then yes, it will connect us to the earth in some sense, but it depends on the why. Like, are we doing it in order to feel that connection or are we doing it to maybe even facilitate an activity that leads us farther away from that connection than we even started? Yeah. Because yeah. it's like anything can be used as a tool and sailing, sailing isn't great. If you're sailing in the wrong direction, you'd rather be going nowhere than sailing in the wrong direction. Oh. So it's like, <laughs> I think it's just getting in touch with our intention of like, wait, and even something as simple as coffee, it's like, oh yes, I love the energizing aspects of this drink. I love the focus aspects of this or whatever it may be, but getting in touch with also like, oh, it's connecting me to the earth. Here's Sultan. Oh, Sultan, the doggy dog. Oh, he's so beautiful. That's a new member of the family. He's very loving. He has showed me a lot. Yes, and also I think from uh, the coffee side, if that's how you say it, um, I have met a lot of people that they drink any kind of coffee, right? And they don't even look if it is real coffee, <laughs> what they are drinking, right? Or if it's like soluble, that's how we call it in Mexico, that's not even coffee. Like that's only taste and smells as coffee, but oh it's not. Oh my gosh. So what are you putting in your body? And what is the connection that you're getting from it? Nothing. And that's why some people, they say coffee is bad for health. Because they're not drinking coffee. Because <laughs> <laughs> you haven't experienced real coffee. Exactly. <laughs> and it's it's so crazy that coffee kind of goes under the radar too, because we live in a world, especially in the U.S. I think it's such a uh, it's such a health m- moving, um, like in the in the world of health and stuff. It's always moving in in good directions. I feel like of people wanting more labels about stuff and wanting more organic options and gluten-free and vegan and all these things, options. But at the end of the day, like coffee is one of these things that if you're not drinking organic coffee or coffee that like comes from an, like an actual plantation or something that's (laughs) even real to begin with, it's like, that's something that most people who drink coffee, you're not drinking one coffee a week. Like you're actually drinking this every morning you're starting your whole human existence with this every day yet it often goes a little unnoticed like there's not that much talk around like oh you could have the healthiest organic diet in the world but like what coffee are you drinking in the morning you know like how many people are asking that question (laughs) oh my god and i need to tell you something so my cousin get you you know that i have a lot of cousins <laughs> everyone in mexico there's 18 marias in every family <laughs> so one of my cousins she got into the plantation and 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 her father bought another part of of the plantation um so now we're growing thank god and that is amazing because more plants more varieties of trees um more a uh, flora and fauna 
and and she discovered a lot of ways because now she learned the sustainable way she learned that because later passing the years people didn't knew this and didn't learn this in the in the school or the university so now that she's bringing all this knowledge this new knowledge now we are creating more space for water to fall in these spaces that we didn't knew it was closed um and and she's bringing meditation to plants and she's even she's not even using any chemicals she's using more plants to help uh, the plants to be healthy and she's using essential oils and she's like imagine meditating to the plants and then you drinking that coffee that's what i want every morning <laughs> that's the coffee that i want <laughs> like for sure for sure <laughs> me too <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me too <laughs> Of course. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I love that we share a love for coffee. We share a love for many things in life. And I feel like we clicked as friends um, pretty, yeah. pretty spontaneously and pretty immediately. Um, yeah. But coffee was one of those deep things that like we just connected on. <laughs> I, I would like to do a little two minute meditation. Would you like to do it? I would love that. <laughs> I would absolutely love that. Please breathe, close your eyes, inhale and exhale. Be aware of all the sounds around you, all the feelings in your body. Now, Inhale in four times, one, two, three, four, if, wait, four times, one, two, three, four, exhale in four times, one, two, three, four, wait, four times, one, two, three, how does your mind feel today? How does your body feel today? How does your skin feel today? How those breathing feels. How does this sound feels?
Now say to yourself, I am gratitude. I am unconditional love. I am abundance. I am in glory. Now see yourself how you're surrounded by light and you're emanating love light from your inner self, from your skin, from your mind, from your heart. And then expand yourself. Expand, expand, expand. And then you say, I am permission. I am permission. I am permission. And then connect to Earth, connect to Mother Earth. How grateful we are to be connected to Mother Earth and to be also in expansion and to be connected with divinity. And that makes a lot of light. Then come back, come back, come back to your senses again. Feel the air. Listen to the sounds. Mm. I know. How do you feel? Fantastic. I super, um, I do longer meditations, but I say, how am I going to contribute in this moment? I want to do a little sound healing. Oh my and gosh. I that was lovely. <laughs> Wait, that I was lovely. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. <laughs> I think that you would be very, very, very amazing with this. With the soundboard? Yeah. It was, it was kind of hard to hear um, because oh. of the frequency, I think, but hopefully our listeners were able to hear it. Oh. But I know you said you offer, obviously, like one-on-one -on -one client work these days. Um, where can people get in touch with you to like book sessions with you? Because that was amazing. The numerology, I feel like I just got like a complete session from you today. So thank you. <laughs> like, that was like the best. Um, yeah. Where well, can people it, find you? How can yeah. people get in touch with you? It takes me usually for one hour to do each session or more sometimes, but people can find me in Instagram. I am Lady Elixir. Okay. <laughs> Uh, you can find me like Maria Bobadilla Olvera, Lady Elixir. That's me. <laughs> okay. Per well, I'll be sure to add all the, um, your like links into the show notes. Yeah. Um, and also because I will be sharing these uh, to all my people, uh, 
I would love you to tell us how can we find your music because your music is healing all the time. I listen to it every morning. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wait, you know what's so funny, Maria? I was thinking the other day on like, I was going through my computer of like old projects that I was working on and we uh, have a song called Toto Santos. Yeah. I totally forgot about it, but I made a song when I was at your place and like you recorded some vocals. Um, and I think I need to go back in. I didn't even open the project, um, but I need to go back in there and and see what that's all about. Cause I don't even remember what it sounds like now. Either. We can do a new one with all these new things that we are bringing to the table. And I love uh, forever. I will hold such a special place in my heart for no mames me too me too i still listen to it <laughs> it's such a good track no mames is a track that maria and i produced together i produced this track and i got maria in the studio i'll put a link to that song as well in the description since that was i feel like a very cool connecting point of our journey yeah. um but i'll never forget when we got into the studio and i was like i was showing you this song and you're like oh i love it i love it i'm like yeah like can you just like tell a story? And you're like, what do you mean? I was like, just like, honestly, tell a story because you're such an animated character. And I feel like your laugh and just how you speak and everything is just so amazing to listen to, um, even when I don't know what you're saying in Spanish. And I'll, <laughs> I remember you got on the mic and you like put the headphones on and you got all like in your zone and you got like super serious and you like started telling like, the most like serious story. And I was like, wait, 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 stop the music. I was like, what was that? Like, I didn't even know you had that in you. Like, no, Maria, just like tell a story, like a, like how you normally would. And you were like, okay, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> and then we did it one more take. And in one take, we got the very next take. It was the perfect story that turned into the track, No Mames. And that track, I mean, yeah, it's gotten great feedback over the years. And like, I know a lot of people who love that track and I just love the story of making that track, but also your story in that track. So real quick for anyone who's gonna go listen to this song, what is the story that you're telling in the song, No Mames? Well, I'm just telling <laughs> the first time I ate a marijuana cake. <laughs> how that made me feel because I'm super sensitive now I know that and, and <laughs> people like why would you go to that place if you just ate a marijuana cake and I'm like well I don't know you tell me like what happened because I was uh, like literally seeing the dimensions of the plants and I was traveling through dimensions of the plants that were in my house after eating that cake. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, no mommy's way. What happened there? <laughs> For three days, I couldn't go to job or my university. I was studying at working at the same time. And three days, I was knocked out, like traveling into dimensions. Yeah, I, weed edibles will get you. Those things are intense. I feel like that's when weed becomes drugs. It's like when you eat too much weed edibles, it's like no longer is it just weed. It's now that is like full on drugs. <laughs> like It's almost like a mushroom trip. <laughs> yeah, it was a, a lot. But it is very funny. People love it. That song, yeah. That's it a, has, yeah. 
that song was amazing and it'll forever as i said hold a special place in my heart because that was that was right at the, in the middle of our quarantine days in tulum and i feel like we were just like on such a funny creative like journey at that point in time just like goofy and that song is like so random and goofy and unlike any other song that i've ever heard um so i'm very proud of that to share that work of art with you that's like yeah, yeah it's very cool that's real art and also because we we come always from the heart i don't say that's better or worse we just do it that mm -hmm. way you and i and that's like that's very interesting because people can see through us you know all the time even with art with acting with songs with everything yeah because we come from the heart yeah yeah, I think it's like, that's the ultimate, I think, courage in this world is like being vulnerable. Like that's the bravest thing any human can do. Like it's just being vulnerable. Yeah. I oh, Kevin, you're the best. I really love talking to you. It's It has been like amazing, like refreshing. And and I am very honored to be talking with you in this, in this, in this podcast. And I am very grateful with you. To, to thank invite. you thank you maria i'm very honored to be walking this path just in this lifetime with you um and we've already connected in different places around the world and we've chatted about different professional projects and we've collaborated on music and i'm excited to now i want to in the near future jump into one of your acting workshops that like sounds so fun you're welcome. I'll send you all the details and I post them, post them on my Instagram. So how can people find your songs, my dear Kevy? I'll put also my links in the show notes too. So I, anyone anyone can uh, can explore the Spotify, the SoundCloud, all of that stuff. Um, but yeah, I have a lot of new music coming out like every Friday. Um, I have a new release coming out. That's something I've kind of just committed to. I'm like, I want to just put a lot of things out there. Um, it's yeah. better, I think. We deserve that. We deserve that. <laughs> yeah, and as an artist, I think um, putting something out there is better than something being perfect. And that's okay. where it's like, you know, as an artist, nothing's ever perfect. Perfect, And we can work so long on trying to change one thing, but it's all perception and people perceive things differently. And there's always yeah. more art to be made. So it's like, I'd rather it just be a thing. Like again, playing the game. I'd rather put something into the game than trying to become perfect on the sidelines. Completely. And so and it's been exciting. <laughs> and also the, the human being is perfect, right? Yeah. We know that, as yeah. we are. So, but we are so imperfect. Yeah. So what does that mean? The imperfection is the perfection. Yeah, exactly. And that's what people connect to. Like perfect would just be so boring because there's no actual feeling to any of it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, and then also I'll let you know, um, the, the radio show, the Sunday cafe radio show, um, for any listeners out there, please tune into that. That's on Apple podcasts. Um, and it's every Sunday and it's an hour episode every Sunday that comes out. And it's just, um, I host an hour of just like funky, feel good music. Um, there's like 30 episodes out already. Um, <laughs> 
so yeah, feel free to, I've been putting a lot of love and, and I just love that world of radio. Um, and you've actually, you've experienced the original Sunday cafe radio show, Maria, you were in the booth in the actual Tulum headquarters, the downtown Tulum radio headquarters, when yeah. this whole record label and radio show, like all of this was in such baby stages, thinking back to all of that. So it's so cool just for me to connect back with you now, just to kind of touch upon where we both like grown in the last two years or whatever it's been two years, yeah that's amazing i will be listening to you every sunday like yes sunday, because i love it and you make me feel such a good vibe all the time so why not oh, amazing <laughs> and also i want to tell you that i have uh, seen a lot of our friends around here in town they are still here attending to the same parties and that's amazing and and they they always tell me like I love Kevin and his songs, and I want to listen to more of that because they and they, I don't know why you always come into the conversation. Well, I know why <laughs> because you're the best. <laughs> <laughs> and they like, Kevin needs to be here because we miss this kind of heart from the heart, uh, you know, music all the time. You're a great. Thank you. And it's interesting. I'm I'm so flattered to hear you say that. Thank you so much. Um, <laughs> just for all you've always been like such a, a great friend and supporter of not just yeah. me, um, but the, also the music that I'm really standing behind and everything. Um, and I think it's funny. I just I love hearing that um, because I've always been just like more of a, a people person than an industry person. And I yeah. think it's interesting because living in Tulum for two years, like I played very different music than everyone there because it's a lot of darker, sexier sounds where I was playing happier, brighter sounds. Yeah. Um, and I'm so happy to hear that the friends and, and the people are, are you know, still vibing to that um, or, you know, wanting those vibes because in an industry perspective, it's like, that I wasn't given many opportunities in the industry side of Tulum because of that. So like, I'm so grateful that my friends supported that and that I played a lot of cool events and, and establishments that were open to that. But yeah. in general, I definitely felt like an outcast in the Tulum music scene. Um, in pretty much every music scene I've ever been in, I felt like a very, very outcast because I literally just play like happy, almost to the verge of like corny at times. But it's like, I just want to laugh and smile and sing and dance and be goofy and have fun. Like, but you know, what? <laughs> so it's, it, it really means a lot to hear you say that. So thank you. I think not everyone is ready for true, pure love and happiness. <laughs> and now people is getting more ready every day and open to that. To and I think me too. Cause I think even though that was the place I was coming from, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, like I've been on a journey of, and I mean, it, uh, Tulum was, as you know, like Tulum was a deep healing journey for me. Like I wasn't at the parties people were at. I wasn't getting joy and satisfaction out of a Tulum social life, which is what everyone in Tulum gets joy and satisfaction out of. Like that was not my purpose for being there. And that was not my priorities. Like I was very on a self-healing journey, on a journey of figuring myself out on levels that were deeper. Um, so and I think it's just, 
and Tulum was great for that. Tulum was like the best place in the world for that. So I think, yeah, what a special place that socially can offer so much, but for even someone like me who I never dove into the social realms. And at this point in my life, I'm, I just, I don't connect with a lot of the, the realms that most people are finding their sense of joy and connection in. Um, yeah. where I connected with you, like doing computer work on an afternoon, like getting together to like play music and like work on a business project. Like to me, that's fun. Like it wasn't going till sunrise to see someone. It's like, oh, like sunrise, like that sounds really tiring. Like, <laughs> like luckily I had a roommate who would walk in when I went to bed. And so I would get or I mean, yeah, when I, wait, yeah. no, when I was waking up, he would be getting home. So I'd get all the good details of the night before, before he went up to his room and then I'd be starting my day and I'd be like, all right, that was an epic night out. I feel great. I feel like I know everything that happened because my roommate just got back and told me everything about it. Shout out to, yeah, Jacinto for always <laughs> <laughs> being the best. <laughs> and so guys that are listening to us, Thank you so much for being here. Um, I I really appreciate it. And just contact us. We are open to all kind of uh, beautiful uh, soul uh, conscious connections. And and I really enjoyed the moments when I went to Kevin's house just to work because <laughs> the vibes were amazing. Amazing. The food was amazing. We eat breakfast <laughs> at night. <laughs> the coffee was amazing. The coffee was amazing. And then every time was Kevy playing amazing vibes. So how else, what else is possible with that? Like, I am so grateful that I can just ask you, what else is possible for us? What else is possible, Kerry? Right, what? and I love not answering that question because anything <laughs> we come up with will not be as creative as the universe's plan. Like the exactly. universe is so creative on a level we will never be. So what is the possibility for us, Maria? Like, holy shit, I'm excited. <laughs> Me too, I'm, I'm excited. So I send you a big kiss, my, my dear friend. I send I you the biggest kisses. Give your doggies kisses as well. Give oh, wow. all the friends in Tulum my love. Um, and yeah, I just can't wait to come back there soon and connect with you. And let's also be in touch about collaborative opportunities because I want to, yeah, let's like do a combined event, like a workshop where I play music and we act oh, and like, God, <laughs> let's <Yes>. do it. <laughs> yes. Imagine that. Oh my God. I just, I just picture it all right there. Oh my God, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. What else is possible? What else is possible? <laughs> the seeds are planting and about to bloom. I'm so excited to be watering the seeds of life with you. Maria Bobadilla. Mi amor. Mi señorita. Mi amor. Mi señorita. Necesito practicar mi español mucho, mucho, mucho. Lo siento por, por mi mucho inglés. Oi. Español, <laughs> Gracias por tu paciencia. Gracias a ti por todo. Te amo mucho. Te amo sí, mucho. Te amo mucho, amor. En gracias, 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 gracias. Yeah, thank you. I love you, Maria. And what an honor it was to have you on the Kevy cast. Can we do this again sometime soon? Yes. Perfect. Let's do it again. Let's be in touch about all the things and we will chat very, very soon. Okay. I love you so much. Love you. Ciao.